You're listening to the Zenial Dadcast. Hey everybody, this is Mo. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about toxic relationships, uh, a little bit about music, and our band that they got is Song Fusion, uh, a local funk band from here in La Paz that have been around since the early 2000s, literally since I was 14 years old, this band has been around. And, uh, and they got a slew of music on Spotify, so if you're into funk, then funk it. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to apologize for that terrible funk joke I made in the opening. Uh, you know, it felt right and I stand by it. It did feel right, but I know it's a terrible joke and I stand by that as well. Uh, you know, it's funny is your dad and that whole thing about dad jokes being terrible jokes. It's absolutely true. I don't know why, but I just I love a good bad joke. And especially if it's like a cheesy dad joke, that's kind of my bread and butter right now. So we got a lot going on. I've been going through a lot of uh, a lot of work stuff, uh, a lot of personal stuff. Uh, we're, we're getting the plans together. Uh, if you're if you're catching up with me, we're going to be going back to the states in the next couple of months. Me and my son. A lot of things have to happen. And as I'm as I'm starting to make these shifts, I'm starting to post more because I'm starting to have some more ideas. And, and really, what what it's come down to is professionally, I feel like I'm developing my voice. And this is something I wanted to talk about earlier on in the, you know, a couple episodes back, but I didn't quite have the words for it. Now I do, or at least I feel like I do. But, you know, a lot of what you are in your life, you become an expert in something. You go to school, you do something, and you become really good at it. And, and at some point, you feel like you've done it so, so well or well enough that you have somewhat of an authoritative voice on it. I've never felt that way, you know, uh, and, and it's been a long time, but I've been doing this project management stuff for a little while now, and I've been reading and really trying to put to, put to use all of these ideas, these frameworks, these concepts, all of these things start getting put to use in, into work, and I start seeing them, into, in, you know, take action and, and take effect across, across the organization. I'm not saying... I'm um, to be credited for all of it. Absolutely not. But I do start seeing these things being reflected. Even in other organizations that I come across and I, I, I encounter, I start seeing these ideas sometimes done poorly. A framework could te- is terrible, but sometimes done well enough, it gives you enough benefit that it pushes things forward. Uh, and sometimes you need to fail to get good at something in the first place. And I feel like I've started to fail enough in my practice that I'm starting to get good at it, you know, (laughs) not good at failing, but good at implementing and iterating ideas forward. And so what I mean by that is now I feel like I'm developing a voice and being able to talk about these frameworks and how how they impact uh, my work life. So I've been doing a lot of that more and more. I'm really thinking about what do I want to say? Who do I want to say it to? And what value do I think I can contribute to that conversation? And so that leads me to this. 
in learning all of these frameworks, becoming somewhat of an agile leader in, in the organizations I'm a part of, uh, and, and learning about these concepts, these frameworks, and seeing how I can piece them together and put them into action, into, into our existing you know, uh, ecosystem in, in these organizations. I started looking at them uh, introspectively and looking at those frameworks and those ideas, those concepts in my life to either see where they fit, where they could help, and where I, I stand to learn you know, from them. Right, And one of them is this idea of collaboration. It's an agile principle that's collaboration above all. You collaborate with one another. You collaborate with, the, with your customer. You collaborate with the person you want to drive value for. And it's a big principle that it's value for the customer is what drives anything in, in, agile, in the agile mindset. Uh, and being, being open to change. So taking on this proactive approach as opposed to a reactive approach where you're waiting for something to happen to you you're actually willing to make sure you're open to that and saying i'm not going to react to this change i'm going to respond to it and i've taken that concept to heart uh, in just about every relationship i've been in every friendship or relationship my relationship with my son you know it really is with him for example i'm very open to change and i know that he he everything's new to him right every new thing is really new to him and he requires a lot of patience he requires uh, a lot of trust and and in time right we we just have to you know give expectations and give him the time to absorb it and so nothing goes as planned when you're running your day with your 6 year old you're constantly having to adjust for changes in the day whether it's you know, he, uh, he, he got into the shower too late, so that drags on the day to get him ready for school, and then you get to school a little later, which means you get back to work a little later. Like, tons of those things. And I used to look at those things and, and be frustrated and say, ah, you know, damn it, like, we can't, this can't happen. This is, this is going to be frustrating. It's going to der derail the whole day, all that jazz. Uh, but now I look at that and I go, okay, we're expecting change, so we're not going to react to it and get upset and get angry. We're going to respond to it and adjust so uh i i do I, I feel like that mindset shift has really helped me reframe my day so i take that idea that mindset shift uh to be agile and to expect change to be open to it to respond to it and i apply it to my adult relationships my friendships here in bolivia just like anywhere else anywhere else in the latin world everyone's always late and they used to always bug me that it would be late but now, because I expect it, I adjust for it. And I always make sure that I have something productive that I could be doing in the meantime. So it's never lost time. And I think that was always really the point of friction is, all right, so you're late because you can't predict how fast the minibus is going to take you this time of day, right? At least I have my laptop, my tablet. At least I have something to keep me busy productively while I'm waiting. I think about the way that I engage with my ex my my son's mother and oftentimes i do feel like she's bringing conflict and she she's just trying to egg something a reaction out of me and i take a breath and i step back and i go okay i expect this so i'm not gonna let it take me by surprise 
I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to keep my answers polite. I'm going to keep my day moving because I can't allow this one thing to derail my mood, to derail my, my attention, uh, to make it so that I'm less effective in my day. Now, I'm not saying I've nailed it <laughs> at all, but I feel like I'm making valuable ground here because I feel better. I feel less stressed out. You know, I mean, again, there are other things like I've been working out more, I've been doing yoga more, and I've been, you know, really organizing my day uh, ahead of time more. So, so those are all elements that contribute to me being less stressed and a little bit more uh, at ease. But this idea, this this agile mindset shift that that uh, I feel like has has been a huge influence has been really powerful, and I feel like it can help a lot of people. If we just say, okay, nothing is going to go as planned. It is impossible to plan everything. And ultimately, we don't want to react. Because reacting is like knee-jerk reaction. It's like, obviously, something unexpected. And typically, it happens with less, less thought, less consideration. You're just trying to get things done for the sake of getting it done. Whereas responding requires a little bit of thought. You sit down, you ask the right probing question, and you decide, okay, this is how I'm going to approach the situation. Sometimes it doesn't feel like there's enough time. But I bet you, more often than not, you have at least five seconds. And five seconds is more than enough time to take a step back and say, okay, how do we want to respond? What do I want to say? So I want to leave that with you. I know everyone these days, we're all dealing with some level of stress, but you always have five seconds to stop and respond instead of reacting. Let's shift gears because this band definitely has the kind of vibe that you would want if you were looking to relax with music. And music has been a huge element as well. I didn't mention it, but it's it's a massive element in me being able to keep a certain type of mood and my energy and keeping keeping productive is having some music around me that I can that keeps me moving. So uh, our band to dig out here is Son Fusion. So Son Fusion uh, uh, just translates to they are fusion. <laughs> they are fusion. And it's a fusion band, but they're mostly uh, characterized by their reggae uh, reggae vibes and funk vibes, a lot of rock in there, all very Latin rock. So this is a band that, that came out in the early 2000s, uh, 2000, 2001. Uh, I was 14. At that point in time, I was very much into like old Chili Pepper stuff, right? Uh, really getting into like funk rock and, you know, George Clinton and old James Brown stuff and Sharon Stone and, you know, like, sorry, Sharon Jones. <laughs> I meant to say... Sharon Jones, Sharon Jones and Bath Kings. Uh, and so I, I, I'm like, this band would have been perfect for me when I was 14, 15, 16, whatever. Now, Song Fusion has a lot, has a lot on their, on their roster of music. They're going to be added to the uh, Spotify uh, Bands to Dig Out Volume 2 list. But this first song we're going to listen to is called Estallar. And Estallar means burst. And it's a cool tune. I'm going to play it. And immediately after, we're going to talk about how similar it sounds to another very popular 
tune out there. So let's check it out. This is Estallar by Song Fusion. Here we go. Right, that's uh, that's Estallar. and so you can hear it right at the very beginning as as the as the main rhythm uh, starts taking place. 
It sounds a lot like the Daft, Daft Punk's uh, Get Lucky. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's familiar. Let me find out. And I actually went and I compared the chords a little bit. I'm not much of a music, music theory guy, but I know enough to get around the fretboard. And I realized that they sound very similar, but they're different chords and they're in, their, they're in a different key altogether. Fine. But they sound similar more because of the rhythm that they have and not because of the chord changes themselves. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh, recently, Ed Sheeran won his case for plagiarism against the, uh, I guess, the Mar Marvin Gaye people, right? The Marvin Gaye estate. I don't really remember. But I remember thinking, this is great, because this is a great precedent. He, he vocalized publicly a lot of what I know musicians have been saying for years. And he, he kind of made it, he set some sort of precedent there, I'm sure it's valuable at some point, that you can't own chord structures. And really, I mean, in my humble opinion, you really can't own parts of songs. Things can sound very similar, very easily, and so much music out there is derivative of all other music, which is derivative of all other music. So it's very difficult to say who came up with that riff idea or that chord structure, or that rhythm. Those things cannot be copyrighted. And it's, it's such a rabbit hole now with some of these, some of these cases out there. And you, you listen to these, you, you can watch these on YouTube. You can see all of these uh, examples of plagiarism. And you can definitely see that they're the same. You can definitely see that there's similarities, but it's a, it's a hard leap from this person stole it from this other person it really is and ultimately i feel like what should be the judge of an original piece should be the whole song so one of the things with the ed sheeran case is that what they were saying he stole was a chunk of a marvin Gaye song which was only i think the verse of his song and then he did something completely different with it and so at best you could say marvin Gaye influenced ed sheeran and he absolutely did. He influenced millions of artists out there. But to say he stole from him and to, and to warrant uh, taking the livelihood from new artists out there, that's, that's what I think is, is criminal. So that's, that's my two cents on that. And, and just going back to Song Fusion, obviously, like, they're, they're not trying to steal from, from Daft Punk. The Estallar song came out, I think, in 2020. So it would have been just around the same time. I, I didn't really look at the date that Daft Punk song came out. But it's unlikely that they tried to steal from It's very likely that those are very common funk rhythms. And they just stumbled upon a really common type of, you know, vibe. And that's that. Anyway, it's a really good tune. And I'm so glad I found them. They're going to be there. They are already on the Bands of Day Out list. So check it out. And, uh, and that's it. You know what? Let's, uh, let's make it a quick episode because I got a lot to do, man. We got a lot of work ahead of us. And this next song from Son Fusion is called Funk Stafari. And this is probably like, oof, you could probably claim a lot of plagiarism from this, <laughs> for this song because it's such a standard, standard, uh, like Rasta vibe, reggae vibe tune. And, uh, and it, Obviously, it's an homage. They're, they're, they've written their song, and it sounds very familiar in a, in a specific a specific style, and it sounds awesome. So, Funk Stafari from Song Fusion, thank you for listening. I know you're out there, and I know you're hanging out, so I really appreciate it. 
Thank you for the support. Take it easy, guys. Peace. Fun 
Here's a quick reminder. Check out the show notes. Find and click the link to our Spotify Bands to Dig Out playlist. Please enjoy responsibly. Lastly, head on over to www.zenialdadcast.com to hear all past episodes and learn more.